0: Thank Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Speak Your Power Now podcast, a show that empowers women through the transformational art of communication. I'm your host, Cheryl Clark, and I invite you to join us on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and personal growth. You know, I always say I'm just a girl from the Bronx. I learned a couple of tools along the way, and I'm here to share them with you. So this weekly podcast is going to be a source of practical tips, inspiring stories, and transformational insight that's going to help you break through to any self-doubt. So our mission is simple here. We're going to help you speak your power
1: now because your voice matters. So subscribe now and let's dive into the world of Speak Your Power Now where your empowerment
0: begins with your voice. Well, welcome, 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 welcome back to the speak your power now podcast once again i'm your host cheryl clark and you know what i like to say i'm just a girl from the bronx so i stopped by and learned a couple of tools along the way and i'm here to share them with you well i'm super excited this is your first time here welcome if you're returning welcome back we are going to get jump right into a new topic in the series of emotional intelligence but before we do that we always get centered by doing our speak your power now declaration and we get right into it so get in a nice comfortable position take a nice long sleep deep breath into the nostrils and exhale it out i want you to repeat silently to yourself after me today i reclaim my power of purpose Today, I declare that I have unshakable faith and confidence in my uniqueness. Today, I declare that I will not live in fear, but with power, love, and a sound mind. Today, I declare that I always communicate with words to empower myself and others. Today, I declare to always honor myself by living in the present and living powerfully in each moment. Amen. all right well let's get right into it if you know me um i am a a psychotherapist i'm a coach i'm also a mom of six i'm a wife i'm a mom i'm a woman so i just come by and every every week and i come by and i tell you a little bit of something that i've learned along the way that has helped me and i may have guests on the show but this today we're doing a little series in our space of emotional intelligence you know i'm in a study right now about emotional intelligence and i love that's one of the secret tools too i always talk about the secret sauce of communication and if you can learn eq iq whatever you want to call it um it's still in the same lines of that um it is a game changer because what it does it gets you to a point where now you can begin to relate to other people in the standpoint of you tapping into your own emotional intelligence Well, today's series we're going to be talking about in this podcast we're going to explore the impact of emotional intelligence on your career in your workspace you know with your colleagues your leadership so whether you are in a working for a company if you're your own boss your entrepreneurs adventures um you know i'm an entrepreneur i'm also worked in companies so i understand what it looks like when you have mastered emotional intelligence and when someone has not it's important for you to recognize what that looks like so the secret sauce of building any professional connection is anything in business is you tapping into your emotional intelligence so in this so sit back wherever you are you know get get your pen and pad out because you know i like to just give you some nuggets and some little things or resources that you can take with you so that can lead you to um your 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 whatever you're doing in your endeavor so this is going to strengthen you in your relationships in your workplace or your your drive for entrepreneurship success So the first thing I want to talk about is the foundation of what emotional intelligence may look like in the cornerstone of your career. So when you're building um, emotional intelligence, you have to learn how to be self-aware. Self-aware empathy and relationship management, they work hand in hand because you are not essentially you need people to make the business work you need teams to make it all work for the company so if you're rigid if you're not knowing how to begin to manage your own self how are you going to manage teams how are you going to work with a co-worker that may you may find challenges with that you may not agree in the same things that you guys do so it's important for you to begin to transform how you how you think how you are are you seeing your own self in a standpoint of your emotional intelligence so your emotional intelligence in the workplace is connected to your self-awareness so when you go into the job or when you come into the office are you self-aware did you just have an argument with your significant other now you bring that into the office you know something happens like that don't don't like i'm the only one because when you look at it emotional intelligence the eq is about how you are partnering with someone to bring that into into your to you understanding your own self understanding that it's the significance of you being able to understand firstly what happened that can transform it into a space of understanding that I need to now be with other people in this office. And your leadership is really going to really be a, a point of a, a real stakeholder in this because I first want you to understand the deeper connection that you can have with oneself. So as you have a deeper connection with oneself, then that's the only way that you can now have a deeper connection with team members. So understanding your own emotions and then how you can understand your own emotions and have control over your emotions, then you can understand and be concerned about your team members. But we're gonna get into that because fostering team members and rapport about that, getting into what people understand, I'm not saying to get in their business, but what I am saying is be present with people because sometimes we make our own lives bigger than what's happening. Actively listening to people. That's what we talked about. And genuinely caring about your team. I mean, literally. genuinely caring about your, your team. Because as you um, look at that, how can you inspire someone or motivate someone, especially if you're a lead? How do you communicate that? If you're in the way and you have no awareness of how you're showing up. That affects the whole team that affects that that affects your bottom line that affects how you um, are interacting that affects the whole thing So I need you to be self-aware when you are moving into your workplace you gotta be self of self-aware and the second thing building high-performance teams now if you're on a team or and I'm all about team building I have uh, leaders I come in there and I tell people how they can use emotional intelligence to begin to be aligned with one another. So many discoveries have come out about how emotional intelligence can foster collaboration, can foster trust, can foster synergy among team members. Now, I wanna give you a couple of people that we may heard of, um, CEOs out here in the world, that really have, um, I think Harvard yeah, Harvard uh, Institute uh, gave a, 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 a synopsis of some leaders out there in the history of the world and some CEOs that they were talking about that they picked from five, Fortune 500 companies out there is that they, they called them where we want to reach the emotional thermostat. So this is, is, they are high, they are heating up on the emotional thermostat of the EQ, okay? So the number one person they had is Jeff Bezos of Amazon. So they said that he is obsessed with the hearts and the minds of his customer. And Bezos is the long-term of, uh, he wants the long-term perspective of it. And if you look at it, so now you may not agree, Some people said that, you know, he's cornered the market and things of that nature, but he's actually doing something right. Because if you look at what he's doing, he actually tapped into what people needed. And he and his business has skyrocketed. Another CEO they talked about was Howard Schwartz of Starbucks. And I love his, um, I love how Howard took something and made it into the company is about the people and he talks about they talk about how he takes care of his um employees he talks he talks he's very careful about um paying for um um, schooling and health care benefits and stuff of that nature i want to tell a story a little bit about howard from starbucks they said and if you ever get a chance look at his masterclass masterclass is amazing masterclass of um harbor shorts and he was talking about how he wanted to get in to china he couldn't he had a block with getting into china he needed starbucks into china he wanted to globalize and go you know he localized but he wanted to globalize and He said he was just having a block, you know, he would build it there and it just would not work. So he said, well, let me go and see what was actually happening. So he took a survey of his employees and in China and he began to realize that they talked a lot about um, family. They talked a lot about honor. They talked a lot about um, generation. So what he did now, he's from a a United States base. So going into a different culture, that means that you have to now tap in to what is special to him. So what he did was he started to survey and started to give what the family. And then he invited the elders to come to some of their training. And as he began to get into their lives and the and the family aspect he began to give little perks to the elders the family the grandparents the parents the you know all the aunts and uncles because in china they they value their elders but he didn't know this until he started to tap into their emotional thermostat. So when you are attempting to go into a new area and you don't know that area, you need to tap into it, do a survey, do something that begins to look and see, I'm not reaching them. It's not all about the dollar and cents. It's more about you being more of the common sense because a lot of people have a a high IQ, but do you have a high EQ? And that's when tapping into that and then he shifted it and he began to give a generous health package to the elders of their family that incorporated the psychology and the philosophy of the, the Asian community see when you begin to look at this and you began to look at what this looks like and not only from um howard's point of view he understood this too because losing his father to health insurance situations read up about him he talked about his his um is his empathy because he lost his father very as a child um because of the simple fact of health care so in his company he has the he has the pulse is his his hand is on that pulse because he understood first it hit home and secondly, he began to understand what it looks like to not have. So he said, let me corner this and put that in the space here. So I hope that story, you know, really helped. And I hope you go and look at that, that, um, that, uh, that masterclass with him. And as he really put that in the space. Also, another person we talked about, where everybody knows, is Oprah Winfrey. She was willing. Now, let me tell you about Oprah. Oprah was willing to expose herself to ridicule um, she exposed herself by being transparent about her story so when you are transparent about your story and about uh, your struggles that really push you on a normalizing of it. This is why I share my story. I share that I struggled with with speech. I struggled with my communication. I struggled with control. I struggled with with anxiety. And that's why I said I'm a girl from the Bronx. I learned a little bit of tools along the way and I'm here to share them with you. That's exactly what I do. That's exactly why I'm here. Do I say every word correctly? Probably not. Um, did i struggle with that um you know putting together the words Yes, yeah, sometimes i do i have dyslexia and i didn't know that so i got into my my early and uh, my late you know adulthood and you know when you move through that um moving how says how oprah was successful in business because and entertainment and and journalism is because now she understood the knack of understanding her audience she her audience wanted to see her in her most vulnerable space and then say, okay, and that was me too. So they began to look like how she was able to now move in that. Now she is known for um, her being transparent. She's known for giving away, to, you know, for education. She's known for 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 healing people. Now you may disagree or whatever, but this is where her, she has a high IQ. Another person, Iki rather, another person they talk about in political aspect is um abraham lincoln they talked about abraham lincoln abraham lincoln um he's one of those people that um in early on of his life he his direction and things of that nature um for example he was emotional intelligence because of his decision making he went against the grain he went against the status quo um flow and then that's how you look at that then you also look at um um malcolm x you also look at um also um uh um martin luther king all of those people at began they began they against the grain you know how do i get what i need to do politically and how do i get to understand and even you may not like it but donald trump Donald Trump, you know, as a psychologist, we look at him, you know, he struggles with a lot of things. But what he did was tap into the community that was on un, was unrealized. And he uh, I mean, he tapped into them. He, you know, how do we make America great again? Now, did he come with issues? Did he come with some things? Yes. that we don't agree with. Yes. But he tapped into a part of the world that his it speaks for itself. That those people were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We agree with you. And there's certain people that don't agree with him. You don't have to agree with me, but there's something about his EQ with that particular community. So when you look at this, I want you to begin to look and see how you can begin to practice the EQ in your workplace. Now these are all professionals, these are all the people that have a the business. These are all people that begin to look in that 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 standpoint. And when you look at that, I want you to begin to look at how you can discover emotional intelligence, how you can force a collaboration right where you are, a synergy with your team. And how can you begin to move that forward? Now, I want to just change it up just a little bit and talk about how there could be challenges surrounding your emotional intelligence and you can find the opportunities in those challenges and those obstacles. And that's conflict. So, a lot of times, conflict is inevitable. It's going to happen. And when conflict happens, emotions are very high, logic is very low. So, in this, your emotional intelligence being equipped, being masterful at it and you get skilled to navigate those conflicts and those difficult challenging times. And you don't even have to be a leader in this avenue to begin to really navigate through this. But as you grow, you can understand that through networking, through building opportunities, doing your emotion, it enhances the ability for you to build these meaningful relationships and create the opportunities that can begin to foster emotional intelligence. And as you begin to foster emotional intelligence, there's a there's something here that I want you to consider. I want you to consider in your life when you're moving as with your, with a high EQ, something begins to happen. And what I notice in that something begins to happen is you begin to build the authentic part of yourself. Now, a lot of people, this word is like, you know, flummed around a lot of times with being authentic. But I believe that when you look at being authentic and an effective leader, it goes beyond just your technical skills, your IQ, but it's really about how you connect. And it's really about how your authentic self, leading authentically as a leader, as, a, as someone that's in, in the place with you, you can begin to re-cultivate this right where you are. So living authentically means that your morals, your needs, and all this other stuff, you are fully aware of. Even at home, in society, at the workplace, you are living authentic means that you're taking a little bit over here that you understand that you respect other people. You got to learn how to begin to respect other people. I had to learn this because I'm truly, I was the one that would tell you off, honestly. Honestly, but that was something that would protect myself. But I had to identify my own values in that. So once I began to identify with what, why do you do that? It's because my own values and my own thing was getting in the way of me being authentic to my own self. So what are your values? What are the things that you value about life yourself? And it's connected to how you are able to manage your own emotions. So when somebody lies to you or somebody um, um, takes something from you, or somebody does something that you feel is like um, disjustice. Those are the things that you value, right? And when that happens, you usually are not in control of your emotions. And you either get defensive, you know, your, your, your emotions are out of control. So when you have a high EQ, what will essentially happen is, is that you can begin to create the space where you can pause in the moment. And create, create something out of that. Whether it's you learning how to control oneself, whether how can you be productive with this, understanding how what's driving that behavior, what's driving that emotion, and understand how to guide yourself and guide others to help you with that. So a lot of times I talk about being an inquiry, asking questions. You know, what just happened? I mean, can I get more clarity about that? Because your emotional intelligence is what we call not just a soft skill, but it is the cornerstone for effective leadership. It's the cornerstone of being able to be with people. It's the cornerstone of being able to explore with with other people. And as you build your emotional intelligence, you get stronger and stronger, even as a teammate. And you can you can build that career that you love then you can begin to be successful in the space and then you can discuss how self-awareness and and being adaptable and, and flexible and have those interpersonal skills that can prepare you professionally but as you begin to look at that you use your iq and you use your eq to your advantage but i say that when you look at your work i want you to begin to look at your work as a purpose-filled thing I always say like your divine assignment why are you on the planet so as I wrap up this episode I want you to literally look at some of the things we talked about and I want you to really um take on something this week I want you to put something in implement it in your workplace I want you to see how you can enhance it right where you are and be able to discuss how you can understand and 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 tell someone else what you learned because it's important for you to start right where you are, to master your emotional intelligence at your workplace and if you are an entrepreneur in your office space, so you can excel your career. See, when you look at this, I want you to know that as you explore your emotional intelligence, it's gonna empower you to connect. It's gonna empower you to lead. It's gonna empower you to actually to succeed. So there's nothing else that I, I can say more that this is one of the um, greatest aspect that you can put in with you. This is one of the greatest aspect that you can add to your communication repertoire, to your tool belt. This is one of the things that you can begin to look at. How can I? I can challenge my own self to begin to move into power. How can I challenge my own self to begin to 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 say that I'm not? I'm going to be brave in this moment. And I'm going to move in power. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode once again. I'm super excited that you come and join me. Go listen to the episodes. Go subscribe to us on all of our platforms as we're moving into the space. And remember, like I always say, as I end this episode, but we'll be back with more. Sometimes your life is survived by one single moment. Let that moment be today. Peace and God bless. Until next time.
1: Well, thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of Speak Your Power Now podcast. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insight on your journey of self-expression. Remember, the power of communication is in your hands. And by honing on to this skill, you're going to unlock a world of possibilities. Your journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with us on social media where we are going to continue the conversation and share your own stories of empowerment. So if you enjoyed this episode today, don't forget to hit us up, subscribe, leave your review, and share it with your friends. Also, feel free to share your thoughts with any questions or ideas you may have for future episodes. Together, we're going to build a community of confident communicators, As we wrap up, always remember that your voice has power to inspire, to uplift, and to encourage and change. Keep speaking your truth and empowering yourself and embrace the power within. Until next time, remember, your life is defined by one single moment. Let that moment be today.